Welcome to 94 Sports. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to 94 Sports Podcast. I am Dylan Piccolo. I will be your host for this. Let's get right into it. Um, Big news. Carmelo Anthony got traded to OKC. Uh, very surprising news reported by Adrian Wojciechowski over the weekend and then later confirmed with the deal being completed by the NBA. Uh, the Oklahoma City traded Enos Cantor, Doug McDermott, and then a 2018 second round pick to the Knicks. It wasn't a lot of value for the Knicks because they were kind of kind of caught up with uh, the bad situation that Phil Jackson put them in when he gave all that guaranteed money away to Carmelo and Joakim Noah and Derrick Rose, and none of it really panned out. And Phil Jackson's not not in New York anymore because of it, but. Uh, this is mostly just about OKC and how they got a lot better this offseason and how they boosted themselves into contention as one of the top three teams in, the, I, I believe, the West Western Conference with the Warriors themselves. And I think the Rockets are a really good team also because they got Chris Paul this offseason. But um, if you think about it, well, Oklahoma City got a lot better, not only because of Melo, not only because of Paul George, but I think they got better because Russell Westbrook won the MVP. Russell Westbrook this year had to, wanted to prove to everyone that he could do it by himself. He had, and he's done something that no one else in the entire world has done other than Oscar Robertson, and that's the average of triple-double. So there's no question he can do it by himself. All, what does he have to do? He has to win. That's just seriously what has to happen at the end of the day. Russell Westbrook is, I believe... Although he is not the pass-first point guard that these that Melo and Paul George are used to playing with that gets them these shots so they can average these points a game, but he has the capabilities to do it. He averaged over 10 assists a game. You still can't not, not accept that. I mean, Russell Westbrook, If he, let's think about it. If Russell Westbrook was on the Warriors, he, wouldn't have, he couldn't average a triple-double because just the talent around him is better. So I think, you know... And I don't think people give much credit to Paul George and Carmelo Anthony. They still can create for themselves. They don't need to be, they don't need to get passes. They can get the ball on the wing and go get themselves a bucket. But that's not how, like that's not how teams can win though. You have to be cohesive. You have to be passing. You have to all be on the same page. That's much to that's the Warriors have been the framework of it. They have had this success before because they all share. It's an unselfish game. But, you know, I was, sometimes people are worried about Carmelo's defense. They're worried about Paul George's defense. But, you know, Melo's not – he's 6'8", six, he's six, I think, in a solid weight. They're going to need – he can play defensively. He can body up with someone. It's not like he's just a small shooter that can't guard anybody. He's tough. He's physical. I mean, we're talking about Carmelo Anthony here. People are, I know ESPN ranked him under Lonzo Ball in their rankings, but listen, that is Carmelo Anthony. And for if you play in New York for that long, with the talent he didn't have and the night and night basis, knowing you weren't going to be playing for the playoffs, it wasn't, you're not going to be doing that. You're not going to be going for a championship. It kind of gave him a bad rap, to be honest, when he left Denver. I mean, what do you think of Melo from now? I mean, Melo, he. he He's gotten. I mean, I, you can't I guess. You can't say he's gotten. He's gotten worse because his points per game has gone down. But you know, 
It's because he had no help around him. I think when he gets to Oklahoma City, he's going to be reinvigorated again. And I think you're going to see a Melo that has a good time. I mean, if you look to USA Basketball, when he's around good players, Carmelo Anthony is one of the best players on the court when, I, when he was with the, like the 2012, even the 2016 team. Like, Melo is a good, a good player still. And it's not like he's just fouling off a cliff like that. He's still going to give you 20 a game, but you know what? That's all you need him to give you because Westbrook's going to be getting 20 a game. George most likely should be getting 20 a game. And it's good. they're going to need to score because the West is a high-powered offense. Very high-powered. And I think, you know, to be honest with you, I think they're, they are a top-three team. I think Houston's tough also. Because I think Chris Paul and James Harden, but I, there's reports out of Houston that they're already arguing with each other. Like, I mean, come on. You can't deny that these are three all-NBA talents at their best. I think a lot of people are just worried about how they're going to mix together, and only time will tell about that, to be honest with you. I don't want to talk about Dwayne Wade being bought out by the Chicago Bulls, though. Dwayne Wade went to Chicago after a long tenure in Miami, Opting in to opting into his contract by Chicago, so he would still be required that money, and then he got bought out, which he gets more money, just puts the Bulls in an even worse situation. I bet they wish they didn't even sign him because he has done nothing but put them in a negative. Because he, quite frankly, he didn't look like he gave a damn when he was out there in Chicago. I mean. There's reports that he, the front office and him and Dwayne Wade, they both agree that they did not benefit either of them from him going to Chicago. And I think it was a big mistake because I think that he needs to be in a good organization, like managing wise, where he can, he can develop, he can ask for another player. Like if the Bulls were like, oh, well, Paul George is going to be a free a guy. Why don't you go get Paul George? Or... If Jimmy Butler, if we're going to trade Jimmy Butler, let's trade him to the Celtics and get something back. Rather, you trade him to the Timberwolves and you get Zach Levine injured, ACL. Relative, I mean, played well last year when he played, don't get me wrong, but relatively an unproven commodity. Then you got Laurie Markkinen, who you drafted, unproven commodity. And then Chris Dunn, who the Bulls were reportedly wanted actually to draft last year because they wanted a point guard they finally get him but you know he didn't play a lot last year he really took I mean it's tough playing for Thibodeau as a rookie because they don't get as many minutes as that you like them to but if you think about it what what's what happened in Chicago isn't because of Dwayne Wade but Dwayne Wade didn't help fix the problem is what the the Bulls intended him to do so the question is now resulting from that where does Dwayne Wade go because if Dwayne Wade Dwayne Wade's top three options as reported by people are Cleveland no surprise there with LeBron the Spurs which I Greg Popovich has been close to USA basketball for a while and they've Spurs and Heat played together against each other many times so there's a mutual respect there obviously build and the Spurs are a close team. I mean, the Spurs can be in contention, too. They added Rudy Gay this summer. I know Tony Parker's getting old, and LaMarcus Aldridge didn't play well, but 
Kawhi Leonard's getting better and better, and I think I actually think Rudy Gay can be a really big help for that team to get a little pressure off of Kawhi Leonard. So maybe if Rudy Gay can average about 18, 19 points a game, I think they'll be in good shape there. But get back to the point, I think that, and then the Heat were also the last team going back to Miami. I, the Heat aren't quite at the top of the East, I would say, not even the top four teams. But I think they're a da- in my eyes. But it, I think they're a dangerous team because if you listen, if you look at their roster up and down, Justice Winslow, Hassan Whiteside, Goran Dragic, Josh Richardson. I really like Josh Richardson. I think he's could be a really good player. He's a really good two guard in this league. They just drafted Bam Adebayo. I mean, think about it. Dwayne Wade could be a really good mentor for Justice Winslow and carry that team into the next. Maybe the next steps. I mean, I don't think he, athletically and talent-wise, he puts them in the top four and top three in the East. But I think he can offer that franchise something more kind of what Chicago wanted, but in Miami. But honestly, if you ask my personal opinion about it, I bet you Dwayne Wade ends up in Cleveland because I think that bond with LeBron James and I think playing with LeBron James, I think Dwayne Wade's at his best because when you play basketball, I'm I'm not a great basketball player. I played for half a year in college, but if you think about it, you play basketball, you need people that understand your game around you. In Chicago, people they were all, it was my ball, Jimmy was my turn, Rondo it was my turn, Wade was my turn. They didn't have fluidity. They didn't have chemistry with each other. And you have built-in chemistry with LeBron James, not only on the basketball court, but with their friendship. They're friends. They get along. They're best of friends. LeBron said in his media day press conference, he's going to talk to Dwayne Wade. He's going to reach out to him, I think was the exact quote. And he's going to do that. But at the end of the day, Wade in Cleveland, does it beat Golden State? That's that needs to be the question for all these teams. Whether it's Melo going to OKC, whether it's Wade if he's going to go to Cleveland or whatever, how close does it put you to Golden State? Because they have the standard of basketball, of what it needs to be to win a championship. And yeah, they have a bunch of superstars, but can you blame them? They drafted these superstars. They developed these superstars. That's why people are putting so much effort into the lottery because you don't just get on that level. You can't sign that many people when they're that good. You won't have the cap space to do that, and you won't have an owner that wants to pay the luxury tax. The reason why the Warriors can keep what they're doing is because Steph Curry was on a rookie contract, was on a reasonable contract before. I mean, I know he signed his big one, but he's still playing on his regular one. I believe, I don't not have the figure in front of me, but it's not $300 million for however many years. It's not. It's cheaper than that. Draymond Green playing on a budget. Iguodala playing for less money. Yeah, they got KD, but they got that in a once-in-a-lifetime fluky NBA contract thing with the CBA. That's not going to happen again. So until this Warriors brand is let up and teams don't, and the playing field evens out, Teams are going to have to go and try to build super teams. There's no there's no other way. So you so does, let's answer the question. Does Dwayne Wade bring you closer to the Warriors? I don't I can't say yes. I don't know because 
Let's think about it. You're gonna have an un, you're gonna have Derrick Rose. You're not sure what you're gonna get from him at the point guard position. Hopefully, playing next to LeBron, he matures a little bit and kind of focuses on basketball. No, he won't never be an MVP again. Get that out of your head if you believe that. He's never gonna be an MVP again. But you know what he could do? He could average 16 points a game and a couple assists and give him a, a quality quality backup option because when Isaiah Thomas comes back. I think Isaiah Thomas is going to be the starter. I don't know if it's the right move. Derrick Rose might be playing well, and they might move him off the bench, but I think their mindset is Isaiah Thomas is going to be their starter. And if you add Dwayne Wade to the mix with LeBron, it could be trouble. But Dwayne Wade, I don't know how many minutes you could play him against Golden State. I don't know how Derrick Rose is going to play defense against Steph Curry. I don't know how Isaiah Thomas is going to play defense against Steph Curry. You know LeBron's going to be there, but Tristan Thompson, hit or miss. Kevin Love, I think his role is going to add up a lot because I think, you know, with Kyrie going out of there, Kevin is the true number two now, Until at least until Isaiah comes back. But I think even more afterwards because I think Kevin Love is very important because I believe he spaces the floor even big. He attracts a big out of the paint gives LeBron more room to get in pick-and-roll situations with Tristan Thompson. And if Kevin Love is knocking down his three, defenses have to respect that. They have to respect his shooting. And the Warriors are no different. They'll have to come out and guard him. And that'll open up more room.